0: Hey, welcome to All Things Food Podcast, where we explore all things related to the wonderful world of food. I'm your host, Peter Kim. Thank you for listening and watching. Um, you know, I apologize straight away for the lights that are in camera. You know what? I had to get the glasses in the frame, um, and I don't want to spend the time. I'm. It's not even being too lazy. It's just being like recognizing what's important, what's not important. It's okay that you can see the lights. I don't give a shit. Do you? Do you really? If it really bothers you, then y'all got issues, right? Anyway, today's topic, why you need a Glencairn glass in your cupboard. What is a Glencairn glass in the first place? A Glencairn glass is, oh, it's in the wrong order. It's this guy right here. It is quite dusty and fingerprinty. That's okay you know what? It's a home show. We're all friends here. That's what a Glencairn glass is. Let's try it again. I'm not gonna edit this out. I'm just gonna, you know, make sure it's clear. It is kind of disgusting in the light. In the light, you see like everything. That's okay. Just don't focus on the fingerprints. Focus on the shape, the shape. Okay. Neutral smell. That's good. All right. Why do you need a Glencairn glass? A Glencairn glass is for drinking whiskey. If you do not drink whiskey, you do not need a Glencairn glass. That probably eliminates most of the audience, but that's okay. I do wonder, however, if people would benefit from drinking wine in a Glencairn glass. No, that's probably no. That wouldn't work because uh, the volume is too small, right? Because that's what you have wine glasses for. I mean, and why you need a wine glass is the same reason why you would need a wine glass to drink wine. Um, It's because of the shape. Now, let's take a step back and just ask a more fundamental, a more basic question. Does the shape of a glass affect the experience? And the answer is absolutely yes. I mean, imagine, as I mentioned, drinking wine. Now imagine drinking wine, not through a wine glass where you can sniff it and do all the fancy schmancy stuff. Imagine drinking wine through a straw. Let's say you just have your wine bottle, you pop a straw in there and you just start sipping. Is it gonna affect your experience? Is it gonna affect your taste of the wine? Absolutely yes, absolutely yes. You You need the wine to aerate, to mix with the air, to breathe, right, so that it can interact with with the surroundings, and then release the aromas into the air. And really, that's the same principle with, um, with a Glencairn glass. It's for whiskey. You're dealing with smaller volumes, but it's the same principle. You want it, the vapors to, to get out there and mix and mingle and get released a little bit. Now, let me just preface this by saying I am no whiskey expert by any means. Uh, I am simply a lover of whiskey. All right. So what we're going to do today is very simple, we're going to have, we have this lovely present from my brother. Now, internet, please help me. Ben Roanach? Ben Roanach? It's from spaceide. Ben Roanach? I don't know. I don't know what, what accent is that? I don't know. Okay, so it's a very, this is a very, uh, not a very, it's, it's a peaty whiskey. Uh, but not too p. It's kind of light. I am actually. I'm sorry. It's a Scotch, which is a Scotch whiskey. Uh, I am personally not a huge fan of peat. Um, generally Talisker 10 or this. Um, I I don't do the really heavy peaty stuff like uh, what are the peaty stuff guys? Ah, uh, what's that 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 teal bottle? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I, I kind of phased it out. Um, generally speaking, I actually prefer, like, Glendronach 12 or 15 if you have it, even though they stopped making it. But anyway, uh, this is what I'm going to be tasting today. This is going to be my first interactive experience um, podcast. So if you are listening on just an audio-only podcast, it's, I mean, honestly, it's going to be me drinking today. So you might as well watch it on YouTube or just listen to me as I describe the three glasses that I'm gonna taste this lovely PD uh, Benroenac Scotch from SpaceSide. All right, so let's get started. I have three glasses here, and I don't think I need my laptop. All right, let's get these guys here. And if if you know if if I was making money from this podcast, I would have an assistant and and have them pour it and have me, you know, um, like do blind tests and stuff. But whatever, dude. That's such a beautiful sound. Lovely, lovely. All right, so I have here before me three glasses, one shot glass, one, I don't know how many ounces, this is like a six ounce glass or something. Does this say even? I don't know. It's a lovely, it's a pretty glass. It's a lovely round glass. And then a Glencairn glass. So I'm gonna be going through these three, one by one, and trying to experience it and see what the difference is. And as always, I'll be honest, I won't give any bullshit. So, you know, if, it, if I don't know what's the difference, you know what, maybe this will change my mind about Glencairn glasses. So I'm gonna do it each, one at a time. Um, I will be drinking three glasses. I I have to fill this shot glass all the way, right? I mean, it's not all the way, all the way, but it's like four millimeters from the top. Because, whatever. Why not? It's my first drink of the day. It's like nine o'clock, so. Okay, I still smell, of course. This is a very uh, fragrant scotch, as scotch should be. If your scotch doesn't smell, if it doesn't give off an aroma, then you might as well be drinking vodka, right? Okay, so Yeah, it's fine. It's good. But there okay. Okay, so let's do a shot. Whatever. I smell it, but Man, this has gotta be so weird if you're just listening to this on audio. It's just like me smelling stuff. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. It's very it's very flat. It tastes very flat. Oh, that's good. It's got a little bit of sweetness to it. Let's see. Matured in select oak casks. Okay. That's fine. Um, It's only 80 proof. Interesting. Is 80 proof the norm? I feel like I should know these things. Okay, anyway. I'm looking at my other bottles, and I'm like... "Eh." See, my bourbon's 46.5, my Bushmills is 40-something. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. That was nice, it was good. It's got a lovely, like, subtle peat taste. Clearly, I am not a whiskey uh, taster, I just like it. It says the result is a rich mellow whiskey with fruity and malty tones, balanced with a hint of smoke. To me, it's more than a hint; it's just it's, it's peaty, but gentle. That's how I would describe it. Now, by the way, uh, people say, "Well, you you could also add water, uh, like literally, like one or two drops." Hardcore whiskey people, let me pour the next one. Can you, let's see if we can hear it. Okay, I'm not sure if you could hear the liquid being poured, as opposed to like it clinking in the glass, the glass is clinking together, but it's it's a decent decent pour, not a, not a, not like a full pour. If I was like pouring for like myself at home for like for like a party to like enjoy, I would have doubled this. But I got three drinks right now that I'm gonna do, so it's all good. Let's put this away. This lovely. Uh, container, and let's see. So uh, again, the purpose is is to see the differences between the glass shapes, to see how it affects experience. A shot glass is a shot. You're not experiencing, you're not in, enjoying anything. Alright, so let's try this full, you know, this is like, well, how would you describe this size glass? You know, it's a, it's a smaller than like a mug. Um, like almost I mean it's kinda like the the size of a mug of coffee, which I guess would be like six ounces. Four to six let's call it five, something like that. Okay? Now here at least you can this is pretty good because you can capture the aromas in this space right here above the scotch. So when I go in for for a sniff, I cap I, I can I feel like there's a cloud of vapors over the scotch. Swirl it around just to get some more interaction with the air, and it's nice. Uh, When you plunge your nose into it, okay. I'm I'm going to go totally off book here. I'm going to describe things in the most ridiculous way, but that's just how I see them. So I apologize to whiskey tasters, but I feel like there's a mask of whiskey on my face when I'm sniffing this, like it's like covering like this portion of my face, like a a round portion and the scent lingers more. This is pretty damn good to drink out of this glass. Another thing is that I feel like maybe you're able to draw more, even though that's not the point. I mean, I know you're not going to be able to draw more from here, but for this one, actually, like, the actual experience that I'm describing, it, it, this experience is better than I expected to describe it. I thought this would just be, like, an intermediary to get to the Glen Cairn, but this is actually quite lovely. I think it has to do with the scotch as well, obviously. It's a fuller experience, and I'll be very happy. I'll be very happy to drink out of just this regular uh, glass, like so. You know, that's that's totally cool. You know what? I'm gonna drink this after the podcast because it's just gonna be me drinking for like, you know, sitting there drinking for like another three minutes. I don't like to down my scotch too fast. You know, it's not meant to be guzzled. It's meant to be sipped. All right. All right, this is a healthy amount. Not bad. It's almost a full pour, and that's it for me tonight for the scotch. It's not, I just realized this is there's no age statement, which is fine. That might be why it's a little like spicy. All right, so let's get to the point of this podcast, which is me drinking the scotch through a Glencairn glass. Give it some time. Give it some swirls my hand warms up the glass so that uh, The vapors are released just ever so much more. Oh See, okay. Yeah, no question So not only does the volume of the cavity above the scotch Give it a chance to interact with the air, but then it concentrates it it focuses it and I I I was ready to call bullshit actually on my own podcast episode uh, if I didn't notice a difference, but this you're able to like you know I, I told you there was like a um, I felt like there was a mask on my face. This one I feel like there's a funnel directly to my nose. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. No question. See here, it's all of like when I do this with the other the larger glass it's I realize what it is now is that it's wasted surface area on my eyelids on the temple of my on my of my head on my face the the bridge of my nose that is obviously not my nostrils that don't have the uh, the olfactory sensors but here it's just like all funneled directly into your nose oh so that you're able to get the full experience of the scotch. Oh, man, you know, I, I wonder. Damn, I'm so glad I did this because this is definitely gonna make me enjoy scotch more, realizing that how much of a difference this glass is making. I mean, if you watch any sort of whiskey review, um, they're always going to be using Glencairn glasses. And they never explain why, because I guess maybe for some people it's so obvious for me it wasn't that this is a superior way to taste scotch. I feel bad. The scotch is just sitting there. though. Damn, that's good. Um, as I'm drinking the scotch, let me just talk about hidden the wall. The wall is the feeling that when you drink an alcohol, like a, a hard liquor, it's just that all you taste is Burn, 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 And that is called the wall, where you don't taste any sort of notes of anything. All you taste is burning sensation. It tastes, to quote Ralph, it tastes like burning. That is the wall. And I'll tell you my little story about overcoming the wall, since I'm drinking my scotch from the larger glass. Um... So I've done part-time, like I've shot uh, like food and drink photos for different magazines and restaurants, and I developed this relationship with, not like a relationship, I mean a friendship with uh, a restaurant and bar owner. Shout out to Wendell at Mix and Malt in Heihua in Seoul, Korea. And so uh, I was shooting all this stuff, I was hanging out and I was having a good time, but I realized like man i'm so freaking ignorant of of bourbon and i and i want to find my bourbon i want to find like the drink that i'm going to really love and so i set up a tasting with wendell where you know i I, I paid for my drinks but i i had set up like five or six different whiskeys uh, i'm sorry uh, uh bourbons and and i was going to sit down and i was going to find my bourbon like my favorite bourbon that he carried In stock, so I would get that bourbon whenever I went there. And I was tasting through them, and at first, all I tasted was burning, 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 burning. And then, at some point, I was like, "Oh no, this this bourbon tastes too woody. There's too much wood flavor." And I was like, "Holy shit, I broke the wall! I can taste, I can taste it. Like I can taste what I'm drinking. I don't just taste." like the physical sensation of alcohol burning my lips or my tongue and i was like oh my god this is awesome and so i was going through and 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 i realized that i don't like bourbon i realized i'm not a bourbon guy um bourbon uses freshly charred usually oak barrels and i realized that I'm not a bourbon guy, and I was really sad about that because I'm like, dude, I really want to get a bourbon because bourbon is American whiskey. Uh, bourbon is a symbol of America, so uh, you know, I was like, yo, I want to be patriotic. I want to have my bourbon. And then uh, my and then my friend Wendell, he was like, well, uh, here, have some have some scotch. And I had tasted scotch before, but that was before I broke through the wall, before I could taste actual flavors through the alcohol, and. Um, I tasted a scotch, you know, it was like a Macallan 12 or whatever, and, and I was like, oh, damn, like, yeah, I'm a scotch guy, I'm a scotch guy, and, you know, I, I've gotten to the point where now it's like, it's all good, like, I am naturally a scotch guy, I do prefer scotch over all of the bourbons and the whiskeys and all that, but uh, a, bur- there's a there's a place for bourbon, you know, uh, and, and Irish whiskey and, and, and all things. Almost done with this big glass, then I'll continue my small glass, and then I'll be the end of the episode. So that was my experience of hitting the wall. My advice to anyone who wants to get into appreciating, tasting whiskey or bourbon. First question would be, why? Why do you want to? Um, You know, because it is, it's not, it's not a cheap hobby. Because, um, you know, you buy a bottle here, you buy a bottle there, you're like, oh, man, this 12 is good, but the 15 is better. You end up paying like $150, $200 for a bottle. Um, get some special silver. So, I mean, actually, actually, you know what? Glen Clearing Glasses, they are not expensive at all. You can buy them off of Amazon for like 6 $7. So really, I mean, for like a set, you know what I mean? So it's really not expensive at all. Um, Amazon links down below. Just kidding. No, I'm not. I don't have any sort of paid partnership or anything. I should. That'd be smart of me, but it's too much work. And I would then I would never make this episode. Anyway, I'm back to my Glencairn glass. Yeah, man, if you want to like just really enjoy the whiskey uh, in, in its proper way. And when I say proper, I mean like the most optimized way, then you need a Glencairn glass. I truly do wonder, like, if you did, like, a small thing of wine, how that would affect things. Because let's say I had this glass full of wine. How much? I mean, I'm not going to pour this much wine. I'm going to pour, like, you know, half. I don't know. Uh, If there are any wine people watching, please send me a message. Um, Feel free to leave a comment below and or I'll comment in a future video about wine glasses because maybe I'll do, like, a wine episode. I don't know. Oh, but this is the way to enjoy a glass of scotch, whiskey, bourbon, that family of whiskeys. Whiskey, you know, they're all whiskeys, rye, bourbon. Oh, gosh, it's so good. Now, again, I'm doing, I'm doing like a wine thing. I don't personally know. Like, the, 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 the whiffle, the, what is it called? The, the whiskey whistle, the wine whistle. Chewing on it. Continue to aerate. And just to get a little bit, there's a little fly here. Uh, get a little bit uh, more appreciation for, for the drink. Versus if I just drink it straight, like without doing that aeration thing. I I can help but switch it a little bit, but um, yeah, I think it's about repeated exposure, um, covering the surface of your tongue, and letting it interact with the air as I drink makes it better. Man, it's getting hot in here. This is just me drinking whiskey, guys. Okay, I'm gonna drink this pretty soon. Um, I'll just end it right now. Uh, I'm not gonna. I, there's like two or three more sips left, but I'm gonna end the the episode because I don't want to make you guys listen to me drink whiskey. Um, you know what? While I'm while I'm doing this, um, what would I recommend? You know, let's let's do that. Let's imagine like, okay, let's say you're gonna get into bourbon. Uh, what bourbon would I recommend? I would say get into like. I mean, you might as well start off with Jim Beam. Um, my older brother, who is who knows his stuff about whiskey and booze, he, he appreciates Jim Beam. Now, that might be a good starter. It's a good starter, whiskey, uh, bourbon. Um, like I said before, I am not a huge bourbon guy, but um, another bourbon I would recommend. Woodford Reserve, in the past, I really enjoyed. Um, that's not too expensive either. It's like $35, I think, per bottle. Um, and Few Spirits, it's a small distillery in Evansville, Illinois. Um, um, I happen to work there. But um, they have a solid, solid bourbon that I actually genuinely enjoy. Their gin is actually also excellent. Um, so start there. Jim Beam, Woodford Reserve, Few Spirits. Uh, in terms of Scotch, Macallan 12 is where, where you should go. Start off at Macallan 12. For me, as I've developed, as I've grown and evolved in my taste, I find it to be way too sugary, way too syrupy, way too sweet. But that's a great like that's where I started off with Scotch, and I think that's a great place to start off. Just it's really approachable, um, very friendly to like a non whiskey person, to a non Scotch person. My favorite, as I mentioned before, was Glendronach. Uh, G-L-E-N-D-R-O-N-A-C Excuse me, C-H This is Ben Ronak And I'm sure there's some reason why they're all Ronak um, And my another favorite is Talisker 10 It's, you know, not too expensive uh, Oh, and then uh, Japanese whiskeys have been much in high repute of late to the point where now they're like overpriced and you can't find the best ones. But one whiskey that you can find that is actually my favorite Japanese whiskey is the Nika Taketsuru. Taketsuru uh, whiskey is it, Japanese whiskies have a different, a different like uh, flavor to them. I think it's in the barrel of the uh, the wood of the barrels that they use. Um, it's just different. It's not as It's just subtly different. I don't know. It's hard. I'm such a dummy when it comes to explaining whiskey, even though I've drank my fair share. Um, Yeah, Japanese whiskeys, they have a subtle... uh, Man, I don't know. It's just different. You just got to try it. Just try it, dude. And again, my advice for breaking the wall through whiskey is you just got to drink some. You just got to drink. Drink, 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 drink. Drink it. And... um, Again, I I wonder if you don't naturally enjoy whiskey. I wonder why. So check yourself. Make sure you're in control. Um, But you know, for me, it just happened naturally. I just drank a whole bunch, a whole bunch of sips in one sitting, until eventually I was able to taste the different flavors. Good luck. Good luck in your whiskey journey. I wish you well. It is a wonderful world. Um, It's one of my simple pleasures of life. Get a nice scotch. Get a glint clearing glass. Enjoy your evening. That's the way to do it. That's the end of today's show. Thanks for listening and watching. If there's a topic that you'd like me to cover, I'd love to hear from you. You can email me at allthingsfoodpodcast at gmail.com. You can subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. The music, as always, is by Dexter Britton. And show notes can be found at peterbkim.com forward slash allthingsfoodpodcast. Now, how about you? What is your favorite scotch and why? Or whiskey or bourbon and how do you drink your bourbon whiskey scotch I should just say whiskey because all bourbons and scotches are whiskeys but bourbon is not all whiskey thank you so much stay hungry